Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always gonna be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dangerous World Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dean, as you know, and this episode is awesome, just like a lot of the episodes that we do. Um, This one was cool, though, man. This one was very, very interesting. I didn't know what to expect going into it, as I often do when I reach out to people that I really know nothing about. Um, of course, talking about Dr. Sherry Edwards here. She is in charge of soundhealthoptions.com. She's all about bioacoustics, man. Um, teaching people how to fit their health through bioacoustics. Um, you know, she has this really, really interesting way in diagnosing people with issues that they may have just based off of. Um, she was actually able to tell me and Matt from The Great Deception, who hops on here with us and, you know, gives just an alternate, uh, you know, side of questioning and just a different perspective as he does so well. Um, But what Sherry does here, she's able to tell us some things that are probably wrong with us. And and neither one of us could disagree with what she was saying. We both have a somewhat of a handle on our health and just fascinating. It was kind of creepy in some ways, uh, you know, talking to her and getting her you know, scientifically backed information that she was able to just feed to us. Not only can she tell you about your health, she can kind of get your real intentions behind what you're saying. So with politicians, with personalities on the news, with anything, with podcasters, she's able to, uh, you know, I would say pretty accurately dive in and, and, uh, you know, sort of dissect the true, meaning behind people's words and this goes based off pitch there's a lot of science there that i'm not going to act like i know about but uh this is real stuff man she's been reached out to by some major tv program um you know people want to get some of this hidden knowledge that she has obtained through years and years of research okay um this is actually kind of funny too like later on she i think she might have thought that i didn't really care about her as a person and only cared about her work, which was kind of, kind of, you know, to an extent, yes, the information is what I'm truly curious about, but it's interesting to hear it be called out in the way that it was. So she's not wrong to say that I care about the information more than an individual person. That's kind of the way that I am about any topic, right? Um, Never met the woman in person. So, you know, I, I can't say that we're friends, but I would say that the information that she has is phenomenal. It, it's fascinating stuff. And it's kind of funny, you know, if you uh, are a Patreon subscriber, you'll kind of hear her say that, you know, uh, 
I don't know how to describe it. You know, she basically says, you know, I, I'm not in this for the right reasons kind of thing. And it's kind of funny, actually, um, you know, because I, I feel like I I kind of shut that down, I think. But man, is she a nice woman? She is a very, very nice lady. And, and it was fun to do this. And, uh, you know, as always, having Matt from The Great Deception on any episode, it's it's sure to be a fun one. So thanks, Matt, for hopping on. And uh, dude, so so like I said, Sherry runs soundhealthoptions.com. They also have a podcast by the same title, Sound Health Options Podcast. It's on Blog Talk Radio on Sundays. And what they do is they literally have people on that will help you stay healthy. Um, in this episode, we get into a lot of the fundamentals, glossing over it, you know, in, in a, I mean, very, very much scratching the surface we're not getting it too deep into what she does even though i found it fascinating uh this is one of the only episodes that i've actually listened back to in its entirety just because of you know she's talking most of the time i I don't like listening to myself i'm sure a lot of people out there are the same but man really really cool stuff so i hope that you guys will enjoy this as much as i did i hope that you learned some things we don't only talk about the fundamentals. I ask her and Matt asks her about some politicians because, like I said, they can get your true intentions behind your words. So when she's, you know, got her equipment hooked up and she's listening to political debates or, um, you know, just speeches on television, right? Press conferences, things like that. She can tell when people are sincere, right? According to her. And I I actually do believe her. I think that there's some serious science behind this. And I think if you know what you're looking for, and if you've been doing it for a long time, like Sherry Edwards has, you can definitely get some very, very profound information. And man, this was just really cool. So I don't want to rant too long uh, in the intros like I tend to do. But guys, you know, the housekeeping's coming. It's your favorite part, okay? You got the uh, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. You'll get this full episode, including several other full versions of every episode for only $3. You want to throw down $5, you'll get a bonus weekly rant from myself, sometimes two, if I'm, uh, you know, just extra bored or if there's extra shit going on out there in the universe, then man, we got to talk about it, right? And uh, usually I've had a few and usually I'm just bitching about the uh, the content that I'm that I'm discussing. So that's for the five dollars to ten dollars. You know, you get your extra episodes monthly and you also get the monthly chats with me right now. It's monthly. We may go to two weeks. We're going to do that every two weeks. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's fun, though. And every $50 you throw down on the Patreon, you get a, uh, a special as well. Okay. And it's different every time. You don't just get the same T-shirt for every $50 because that'd be pointless. Okay. So uh, really, really appreciate everybody over there at patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Of course, the online store. If you want to pick up your merch, your stickers, whatever you need from Dangerous World, it's a great way to support the show. Patreon is uh, is is the best, but, you know. We got we got the store too, and that is of course dangerousworldstore.com. Uh t-shirts are still 1776 for some reason. My Jewish accountant is not going to like that at all. Uh she's gonna be very upset. But you know what? We gotta do what we gotta do because uh, you know, I care about people, okay? And I also uh want people wearing my clothes, okay? That's what it is. Let's be honest here. See, that's the thing, dude. You can't lie. You can never not say the truth. 
when you got Sherry Edwards on board. I feel like she can just sniff out a lie. Right. And it's not I mean, it, it makes it to where it's scary is you're like, OK, what are we doing here? Right. You don't want to be you don't want to be saying some false information and she'll just call you out. It'd be like, you know, she'd be actually a really great uh, judge or something um, or a lawyer, not a judge. Probably lawyers are, are supposed to lie. But judge, I mean, dude, there is so many problems I can see that uh, people would run into if they're trying to lie to this lady. But uh, man, that's why I'm saying I like people wearing my clothes. I got to be honest. Got to She's keeping me honest here. OK, um, so, guys, let's roll into this episode. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope to see you over there at the Patreon if you're not already on board. And of course, support Matt's podcast, The Great Deception. Every week, he's running those Monday Night Master Debater shows, which is so much fun, introducing a lot of new people together and really getting some great content over there. So he hasn't even been doing this whole thing for a year, but he's really doing a great job. So support his work. Leave him five-star reviews. Leave me five-star reviews, too. There's nothing wrong with getting on my Apple podcast and just being like, hey, Ryan, you sound handsome, okay? I want you to keep talking and doing what you're doing. That's all I need. That's all I need is a little positive reinforcement, okay? So thank you for your support. Enjoy this episode with Sherry Edwards of SoundHealthOptions.com and the Sound Health Options podcast every Sunday on Blog Talk Radio again, okay? Let's roll in here. Enjoy the show. See you over there at patreon.com slash podcast. All right, guys. Well, Sherry Edwards here. I'm really excited for uh, my audience to be familiarized with your work. And uh, would you mind just kind of describing what you do? Well, we've been in business for about 30 years, and we stick a microphone in someone's face, we take 30 seconds vocal sample, and then we can tell you a lot about your physiology and your psychology and reveal your inner secrets based on your voice. So you'll take like health samples. Uh, you'll take, you know, if, if someone has like ulterior motives, you'll, you can do all these things. Uh, pretty much, but there is a limitation. If someone believes what they're saying, then I can't tell the difference. If they know they're lying, we can tell. Mm, interesting. Because the way that I, I was familiarized with your work was through a different podcast, Dave Hodge's show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what he does is, is interesting. You know, he talks with a lot of different professionals, a uh, lot of politics involved. And that was what was fasc- was super interesting to me is what you were doing in in like the whole political world, you know, taking, you know, analyzing the voices of the squad, um, a, a lot of high profile politicians. And you can tell right away based off of your scientific methods, if someone is just deliberately lying or if they have some sort of evil, uh, you know, undertones with with these things. So that's an interesting thing to me. What What got you interested in applying these things to politicians? Because people ask, because I could tell when someone was lying, and that seemed to be a useful trait, so I wanted to pass it along to other people. So many people lie to us, our partners, our children, our bosses, so I thought it was a useful skill that I should teach everybody how to do. 
Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Matt's going to hop in here and, and uh, talk with us. But, um, you know, I got to ask you, too, do you have some sort of um, are you religious in any way? Does that kind of dictate the way that you approach these things? Religious? Mm, I don't know. I believe that God is every sentient thought and every sentient being in one pot. But I don't believe necessarily in religion. But I think there is a uh, organization to the universe and how we relate to each other. So, so is, is it more spiritual for you? Um, or is I, that like, am, am I trying to label you? And I shouldn't be. Well, you can if you want. <laughs> but when I need to use it, it's there for me. Um, because if I need an answer, all I have to do is ask. I cheated a lot in school. If I needed an answer, I just asked the professor about it, and I could just read what he was thinking about. Okay, well, I guess that's the best way to get to it. Just get right to the source, right? Um, <laughs> yes. Sherry, I wanted to introduce you to my buddy Matt here. He's got a great show, and uh, he we have a lot of the same community that listens to both shows, but we approach it from completely different sides. Uh, so Matt, what's going on, dude, this is Sherry. She's very, very interesting uh, about the, uh, the work that she's into. Hey, Sherry. Nice to meet you. Hello. So yeah, man. Um, what, what we were going to get into here was the whole idea that uh, what Sherry Edwards does here is she takes, bioacoustic samplings of people's voices when what what she was saying was 30 30 second samples and uh we started out with two hours and just found out that was way too much information and so now we can do it from about 15 to 30 seconds we can see what's going on depending on whether they're going to hedge on us or something like uh, a lot of Fauci stuff is absolutely fibbing and he um hesitates so it takes a little longer to do him than other people now now, sherry what kind of keys are you reading in them we're reading the frequencies of the voice and we see the brain as a central processing unit of the body and the voice as a holographic representation of that so we look at the frequencies we look at the distance between the frequencies and we look at what octave the frequencies are in. And really, it's just trial and error. We put this out to the public probably 20 years ago and gave it away for free because we thought it was important that you be able to tell when someone's lying to you. And then some entrepreneurial person took it and decided to sell it. And so now we put a registration on it and make people tell us, that they're downloading it. We have free classes about it. I thoroughly believe that the truth will set you free. As my mother said, first it will make you miserable, and then it will set you free. And I think we're being lied to at every turn, especially about our polit- to our politicians and the media and big pharma. And I just think they ought to be called to task. Yeah, I was going to say, Sherry, my, my podcast is called The Great Deception. So I am with you 100%. I believe that we've been just lied to from the top down and, and, and since in our entire lives. And, uh, and, and that as we collectively start to come together and sort of unveil those lies, 
you start to see the story unfold and, and you, you start to see some of their, um, you know, quote unquote histories unravel, which is, which is very interesting and, and why I'm so fascinated with your work and, and how you approach it. We were first brought in to legal discussions uh, like Jerry Sandusky from Penn State. They wanted to know if he was telling the truth. And we even told them the actual word that was stum- he was stumbling on. It was horseplay. <laughs> he, he's the one that was accused of having sex with nine-year-old kids in the uh, locker room. Yeah, in the showers, and, right? Yes. Um, and his thing was, sex is something you have with your wife. What you're doing with these kids in a locker room is nothing more than play. It's likely that it happened to him. And he was seeing as type of camaraderie, but he was guilty. And we were able to say that. And you were, ba- you, you were literally able to do that just off of a word, like you said. Well, it was a whole thing that he said, oh, spiel. But one word really gave us the clue as to what was going on. Because almost every, j- uh, it's called jitter. His voice, all jitter fell out of his voice, and our computer program picks that up. So we knew that was a pivotal word. Interesting. Yeah, see, that's fascinating. And and Matt, you know, right away said exactly what I was going to say is that, you know, him and I would absolutely agree with you that we are lied to on a second to second basis when it comes to what we're getting from the media, what we're getting from, you know, these authoritative figures. And it's interesting how much frequency and sound technology has been smothered. I mean, it seems like it was it's it's not only the future of medicine, it was probably the past, you know, like the the staple of medication was probably frequency. Right. I mean, there's there's really helpful frequencies like five, two, eight. There's harmful frequencies like seven, four, one. Is there any sort of disease that you just simply can't pick up with frequencies or, um, you know, I'm just curious as to how how far these things can go. We had a woman that showed up at our door and she had stuck a curling iron in her eyeball and burnt the white, the sclera. I sent her to the hospital. She was in too much pain for me to deal with, but we can pick up pain. But I'll give you a good example of what's going on right now. In December of 2019, we put out that uh, COVID is man-made. And we could tell from the mathematics of it that it was man-made. It was too perfect. The antidote for it um, made it worse. And when we've been looking at flu over the last 10 years or so, and uh, nature-made flu is very different mathematically than COVID. So we said that in 2019, and people are just now getting around to it. We also said quercetin, vitamin D, zinc, um, glutathione, all the things that we put out in a paper in 2019, they're just now getting around to. If they would listen to what we had to say, I think a lot of this could have been uh, eliminated, but it's too late now. What's happening right now when we look at people's COVID voices, the ones that have been vaccinated and the ones that have been not, what this is hap- causing is inflammation at a cellular level. And so I was working this afternoon 
on decoding all the inflammation in your mitochondrial so that we can look at who's going to get COVID, who's going to get the heart problems. And it's ACE2, A-C-E-2 frequencies that indicate that people are going to have heart problems. And so we have a place where people can go online and get their voice evaluated and tell them whether or not they have COVID, whether or not it's a natural form of it, whether it's a spike protein. So we provided that, try to provide that for the people so that they can take care of their own issues. Yeah, and unfortunately, your information, you know, in my eyes is correct. I'm not a medical physician or anything, but the problem is, is that it's labeled as misinformation. Um, and, And no matter how much documentation you may have, because it goes against the current narrative, it, it almost falls on deaf ears, right? Among um, amongst the majority, uh, I, yes. I would say. Um, but and, and those aren't the ones we need to reach. The ones you need to reach are the ones who've been indoctrinated and and can't and have been told and believe that this is misinformation that you're putting out. That's an old lawyer trick. That if they can't deal with the information and refute it. They attack the person. So just looking at that, people should know that the people they're attacking are telling the truth. And you look at Congress, what is it? 47% of them are attorneys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right, right there, you know, there's going to be some lying going on. But we can say to people, here's some tools. Here's some solutions. If you think that guy's lying, run him through the database And it'll tell you whether they're lying or not. And that's free. And the class we put together is free for lying politicians. We can't keep up with what all of this is. You said you heard me on Dave Hodges. He sends me a list of people who's telling the truth. How are they not telling the truth? And what should we do about it? So this is a way to dig deeper where they have faults and get to the truth and not let things go. Yeah, it's is, a fascinating is, concept. Yeah, is this applicable to recorded voices from the past as well? Yes, we did. Um, um, oh, the president that had Alzheimer's. FDR? Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Yeah, we took his 1964 recording and we could tell at that point that he was developing Alzheimer's that dealt, dealt with zinc. And not being able to use zinc. Wow, that's fascinating. That is interesting because, yeah, like, you know, I mean, what are we seeing with Joe Biden right now? You know, you bring up Alzheimer's. I got to ask you that right away. I wonder what planet Joe Biden's living on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you and me both. (laughs) He's up there saying, I did more than any other president. I did this. You know, he must live in a fantasy world where somebody is feeding him so much garbage. Um, he has vascular dementia from what I see, but they've cleared that up a bit. And now he really thinks he's telling the truth and there's not a bit of foundation to it. When you look at his voice, it's for a purpose of control, no foundation. Mm. Well, that see, that was one thing that I was kind of skeptical about in the beginning with him is that, you know, is is he meant to look like this buffoon of a leader, right? 
there's clearly like this controlled, you know, bringing down of the United States and, and the whole capitalist system and what, you know, the West, the Western civilization represents, it seems to me, um, I am a conspiracy theorist as the, the, you know, mainstream media would label me, but it seems like this is very controlled. And, and why would they put in someone so, so, you know, out of control and so senile, it seems. And so that was one thing that I was really questioning is like, is this dude actually, you know, losing his mind or is he an actor that is meant to look like he's going crazy? So but what you're saying is this is 100% real. He really is what we see. But if they keep him on the edge so they can jerk him out of there at any moment, mm-hmm. they have the control. And we have looked at this. Who's have the control here? Obama, for one, has a whole lot of control, but Big Pharma has the biggest control of all. Sure. Definitely. Well, I mean, it, it, so that was going to be something that I was going to ask you, too. Is is Obama the one that's really behind Biden or is he is he backing Kamala Harris or is it Susan Rice? I mean, you know, I'm sure that you've taken voice samples from people like Susan Rice as well. Right. Um, Queen of England. Uh Yes. Who do you think is really in control here? I think big pharma and money. I think in the beginning it was Soros and people have just come together to try to destroy the U.S. And it started under Obama's administration. When you look at his garbage and how many times he lied and what he lied about, you know, one of the things that we did with him was when they pulled him off the golf course about the guy that got his head chopped off. Daniel journalist. Yeah. yeah there Paul wasn't Washington post. Yeah. There was not one bit of an emotion there. It was all intellect and he got finished and got back on his little cart and went back to play golf. What a doofus. How can that person <laughs> be the head of the U S and care about the people when he doesn't even care about, was it ISIS that beheaded this kid? Yes. He didn't. He, am I allowed to cuss? He didn't give a crap. Yeah, you can say whatever you want here. <laughs> yeah, and and honestly, he he kind of had a robotic feel to him, a just a, a general coldness to to him. He, although he was very open, you know, publicly and had this bright personality, he charismatic. Seemed, yeah, he, but he it was it was almost fake. a fake charisma. It was like a calculated charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. in, you know. It's like Buttigieg, right? I mean, we see the similarities with him and Pete Buttigieg. You know, a lot of people think that Pete Buttigieg is part of the CIA, like a lot of people thought Obama was. And whether he was or not, there's there's credible theories that he was. Um, and and uh, Sherry, you know, Matt, actually, from from what I heard, what, what you were saying, dude, was that you feel that that whole beheading thing was 100 percent staged like that didn't even happen. Am I am I wrong about that? I think it, it, it happened. I think he didn't give a shit. Okay. Well, I, I, maybe I misunderstood what you were saying a while ago, Matt, but like this was like a whole setup thing. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't buy it was, into it. I, I felt like it was a staged event, you know, like a, much of them. Because one of the things that we have to remember is that the, the, the CIA, you know, military industrial complex gave like $500 million to create these ISIS propaganda films. Yeah. So. 
I, I think it, you know, it was all in that with that jihadi John or whatever it was from from England and all that. I don't know how much of that was real and how much it was just staged. I think it's manipulation. Let's go back to Benghazi for a minute. When you have uh, Obama and Hillary Clinton standing in the airport hangar with the bodies coming off the plane behind them, and they're saying, oh, it was that video. It was that video. And they actually let that guy spend a year in jail. Now that we know it was all not truthful, we know Susan Rice went on the shows that Sunday and said, oh, this, and oh, it's, it's, um, they attacked us. And, and now they've learned it was just gun running and they're trying to cover it up. Mm. And yeah, because we he, know yeah, the, the guy had asked multiple times for protection, extra protection. And, yes. and Clinton, Clinton just laughed and was like, no, no, no. I mean, he was set up to, to be taken out down there. Yeah, so look at the 13 hours of Benghazi. Those four guys are telling the truth. Yep. And they said it was it was a planned attack. They wouldn't let him go in and save him. So there's Hillary Clinton and Obama just sitting back and like, let him die. Well, and, yeah. and Hillary did that same thing with Gaddafi, right? I, I mean, Dude. she was she was on TV, couldn't have been more joyous celebrating his death, laughing and cackling and all that. Well, people say, that, and and I don't know if this how accurate this might be that that Hillary Clinton actually has some sort of mental uh, inferiority. I, you know, the politically correct way to say it. I don't know what you know some some form of mental retardation she has, um, just because of of the way that I mean, as a political figure, you're not supposed to laugh and be like you know joyous over someone being sodomized in the street, right? I mean, like this is what was going on with this dude. So it's a it's a disgusting thing. And then you see the same kind of things with Kamala Harris, right? Where she she doesn't seem to have the right emotion for what's going on. She's a dunce. <laughs> well, I agree uh, for sure. But I mean, are, are these people are are people like Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris? Are they like actually mentally a little bit off? Well, let me jump back a bit. And when okay. you look at people who have similar kinds of vocal prints, they have similar kinds of personalities obama's personality is almost identical to gaddafi interesting how so they're not for the people gaddafi claimed he was and at one point he was but once they started after him he went inside and was all toward his own uh, ego and self-preservation and when and this one will get you when you look at hillary Hers is more like Kim Jong-un or whatever his name is. I could see that. Um, could be doppelgangers. Yeah, they look the same. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Kamala, uh, she just goes with the wind. She's a power, greedy, power hungry person. And whoever gets in her way is going to fall. Same with Hillary Clinton, right? Yes. Only Hillary has a lot of help in what she's trying to do and kamala is standing on her own or trying to look at what happened to her staff yeah but all of her stuff is green and her vocal print is for a purpose for a purpose green tells you they're doing it for a purpose to accomplish something and her accomplishment is her own ego and her own power look at what she did when she was i think an attorney general maybe 
uh, state of California. Yes, when yeah. when she went in and arrested the parents for pe- kids not coming to school, and our staff and everybody said, "Don't do that," and they'll backfire on you. Now they've covered up the story, but it was total aggrandizement on her part. She's just totally power hungry. I could dig up some of these. I'm on my computer here and give you some more information about each of them. But she has no foundation. She'll do what she has to do to get ahead. And I really think Hunter is the one that brought her into this whole deal. Interesting. That's fat. Well, and then so you you look into Hunter a little bit and you see that he's partnered up with John Kerry's stepson massively. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, and this is like part of the Heinz. Uh, catch-up dynasty, right? I mean, like this is a yes. massive, massive power players there. Um, that you brought something up, I lost lost my train of thought here. But there was uh, there was something with uh, Kamala Harris not only being you know shady in those ways that you mentioned. I mean, she was hiring fake police officers to do things. Um, when you say the green, you know, you mentioned the the color green. If I if I heard you correctly. That mm-hmm. reminds me directly, like right away, of like the the chakra whole deal, where you get green from the heart, right? And and you're saying that green represents emotion. That tends to be your heart, right? Or, or am I wrong about that? So I, yeah. I mean, do do these colors kind of follow that that no. chakra system? Not really. If you look at the base chakra, it's red, but that means you're concerned about the future and what's going to happen. Then blue is emotional. Green is for a purpose or to do or to accomplish, uh, and yellow is intellect. So you can tell by the octave what the colors are and what they mean. Somebody is speaking from their mental perspective. Somebody speaking from their heart. And Kamala does not speak from her heart. She speaks from a mental accomplish. So it's what can I do next to make me look good, to make me um, get higher up, to be more important. Mm. Yeah. So it's all just career minded stuff, right? Or, it, it, or is that giving her too much credit? Is there something a little deeper down? It's not necessarily career. Well, she'll do whatever she has to do, whether it's mental or emotional or say whatever she'll do, whatever to get ahead and get to where she needs to go. And she doesn't care who she steps on. Interesting. Yeah, that's, I can see that's that. not surprising at all. Yeah, that's her to a T. Well, and are are many politicians not as as you know uh, cutthroat as she is? I mean, because we kind of that 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 whole idea of you know these politicians will step on who they need to step on to get to where they need to go. That seems like a uh, like a yeah, that's obvious type thing. But I mean, does she take it to another level? She just covers it up well. Or, uh... Less, no, I want to back that off. A lot of people cover it up. She doesn't. Yeah. I'll, give um, an, I'll give an example of a good one. Ron Paul. That is a good politician. He is full on every note. He is full on every octave. That means he's telling the truth. Okay. But most people think that Rand Paul is a good person, but he really has an agenda. Uh, he wants... Um, not revenge exactly, but he wants people to get what's coming to them, and that's what he's going to work for. Interesting, so vindictive, interesting. 
not necessarily personally vindictive, but he's vindictive in the name of the people. Yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. He's, he's you know, kind of like a justice warrior in a sense. Yes. And they really turned the tide with him when they attacked he and his wife that one night when they were getting out of some event. That was his turning point. You could tell from his voice that he was digging deeper. Hmm. And, and he's got a, a legal background. So that's interesting. Yeah. You know, yes, and he's also a doctor. Yes. The way he got, went after uh, Fauci was the way all of us should go after people. Not let anyone, yes or no, go, but dig deeper. And that's one of the things that we do with Dave Hodges. He gives us a list and we tell them what's their weak points. Where can you get to them? How can you turn them around? Yeah. And that that's what's taught in these classes that we're offering online free for people. Well, yeah, let's get into that, into the classes that you offer a little bit here, because then I want to get more into these politicians, because I think that that's really what's very interesting to, uh, you know, everyone that tunes into my show has some interest in geopolitics, right? Um, I'm obsessed with secret societies. I'm, I'm very fascinated with the way that the world works. And, and, um, so yeah, I want to get into that for sure. But, uh, so what's your website and what are the kinds of classes that you guys offer over there? Soundhealthoptions.com. And we have free classes, um, on personality. We have free classes on, um, physiology as well as psychology. And they can get a free vocal print at our online workstation. I'm thinking about 20 things here at once. We have an online workstation where they can go and get an analysis. Have they been exposed to Corona? Do they have spike proteins? And we offer a class with that. But we have guest classes where we give you nutrition and muscle software and let you play with it so you can learn to do this. What we hope is that everybody takes the class and learns to do it so they can't get run over. Okay. Yeah, I'm going through the site here and it's very, very interesting the things that you offer. And, um, you know, you got to have a lot of people in the mainstream like health industry that just do not like what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like what, what do you say to these people that think that frequency and that sound just has nothing to offer when it comes to like alternatives like chemotherapy and things like that? Well, when you look at the fact that the Mayo Clinic and MIT and Carnegie Mellon are all using our stuff. They can't argue with that. And they cannot argue with the results. And that's what we can show them. There's quite a few professional videos that have shown people who are crippled, now they can walk, who are blind, and now they can see. They can't argue with our results. You've actually made blind people be able to see with the technology that you're using? Yes, one of the guys is Robert Day, if they want to go looking for it. He came in with people on both sides of him. He couldn't see. But he had a form of macular degeneration, and we were able to pinpoint that it was the rectus muscles in his eyes. We gave him frequency, and we backed off many cases of macular degeneration. When we originally went to the NIH, they said, don't tell anybody that you can do this. That makes sense, honestly. And I, and I said, well. Here it is. And we showed them all of the things that we had done just by trial and error. 
I should back up and tell you something else too, what's sure. really going on here. And they said, well, keep case studies. That's the only way we know can do this um, because there's no great big project you could do that would make this work. Uh, we did a project for the army on soldiers that they put in a room and gassed them and made them take off their gas masks. And for some of the guys, it was, um, it burnt their lungs. And so we were working with uh, the army people and we figured out an antidote to the gas. Did they use it? I don't know. But MIT came up with some of the same things and they asked us to uh, submit a grant. The NIH did a special director's grant. And so we were working then on Parkinson's. And so we did, because we could turn around the, the shaking in Parkinson's and some of the problems with dopamine. But I suspected these people. And so I didn't put everything in there that what we could, I put in that we worked with tricks and all this different stuff. And it wasn't six months until somebody from Pfizer came out with how to do uh, Parkinson's um, diagnosis over the phone. And I started looking into it and discovered that somebody from Pfizer was on the committee that looked at my grant. Oh, so they just straight stole your methods. But I wasn't dumb enough to give them all of the information. And so they went a totally different direction from what I knew to be the valid one. That is fascinating. That's amazing. You know, you've brought up a few things, too, that I heard. And there was one thing that I thought was really funny and interesting was that the Simpsons show reached out to you uh, to try and figure out what this frequency was that made people shit their pants. Yes. That's fascinating. So, like, this is like an anti-riot thing right like if if people are starting to gather in groups the military can play this frequency and everyone just starts crapping on the street well what i told them was there isn't one such frequency okay and that's the truth and if you want to watch this uh show it's called the brown sound (laughs) okay and that's on the simpsons yeah and everybody's sound is different for their uh anal sphincter now it deals with magnesium but what is your a level of magnesium in your system. And unless they individuate it to you, they won't be able to do it. And I wouldn't help them anyway. Well, that's good because, yeah, we <laughs> would not want that. We would not want people just all over the street, just painting the streets brown. You know what I mean? That's that's uh, that's a scary thing. <laughs> Leave that to San Francisco. That's enough over there. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But yes. no, th- so that's just fascinating. So, so, So do we see the same thing with like more serious diseases too, that maybe, uh, you know, uh, God forbid I come down with some sort of disease and and Matt happens to have the same disease. Would our frequencies that would cure said disease be different because we're two different people with different vitamin levels and mineral levels and things? It might be, but take prostate cancer, for instance, one guy has it for aromatase issue. The next one's for five, um, Five out for something or the other, but we have figured out what to look for in your voice that's causing this. And a lot of it's not in the literature and we've been able to back this off. That's one of the things that the um, big pharma is not attending to. They're producing poisons like glyphosate 
they're creating uh, infertility with Gardasil and that kind of thing. So we try to stay away from things, but some just ends up in our lab. There's commonalities to cancer. Catalase, a form of vitamin A and calcitonin. Almost everybody who has cancer has one of those out, but what level of it do they have out? Is it a, a muscle level? Is it a biochemical level? Is it the emotional level? And we can go look at that, but we will probably find this system of harmonics that represents that particular, I've got the hiccups, that recommend <laughs> that particular uh, issue and we can back it up. Do you and have a frequency that can cure the hiccups? Um, haven't found one yet, but I bet it would be around the note of E that deals with the diaphragm. I just try to get everything in and talk too fast. So I get the hiccups. Well, no, you're excited. I love it. No, and that's actually fascinating that you actually have like somewhat of an idea of where the frequency would be in the general idea of things. You know what I mean? It, it's just something that's fascinating to me because when I learned about frequencies actually being able to heal a lot of things, um, the one that's really fascinating to me, dude, and like when I talked to Matt about this, he was like, oh, yeah, dude, I've been listening to 528 frequency, you know, every night when I go to sleep for quite some time. You know what I mean? That was the one that really got to me was 528. It supposedly has like regenerative properties. You know, it'll rebuild rebuild your uh, your cells and so on. Um is is there is the hype around like those kinds of frequencies is that accurate or like is there different ways that you need to be listening to these things because the way i listen to them is is through my phone right it wouldn't be the same for everybody and 528 actually is a vasopressin and vasopressin drops into your system when your blood pressure goes up or down it drops into your system when you fall in love and helps control dopamine so it's not the same for every person, just like the brown sound is not the same for every person. Wow. But, okay. but you'll find that the whole universe comes together on this. I'm adopted. And my number that has always showed up in my vocal print is a note of D that happens to correspond extralogically with my biological mother's birthday. I find that fascinating. Yeah. And when I grew up, I met my biological father and I happened to be married to a person that they share the same birthday, different year, but same birthday. So everybody walks around with their own frequency set of information and everything that happens to you as or subtracts from that, who you meet, what you eat, what air you breathe. And so you have your own solid signature sound. And based on that, whether this is too high or this is too low, you are an individual with a biofield that's very individual and not everybody can affect you. Think about walking into a room and being attracted to a person in that room. You don't know why. It's not their looks. You're just attracted to them. It's their field, their frequency. And everybody has their own frequency field. It's is that what a, some people would call the aura of a person? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Or the signature sound or Lynn Taggart calls it the biofield. Yep. Uh, so it's yours. It's individual. It starts accumulating. 
um, when you're conceived. Here's a piece about conception. Now I'll go on with that idea. In the sperm and the egg, there is no ATP, adenosine triphosphate. But when you put it together, that chemical begins to manifest and um, the cells divide and you become a zygote. You become a new person. So it seems to me that if you give everybody the frequency of this adenosine, then everybody would go back to being perfect in their frequency. But would we all be boring? Mm. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Well, and then it gets you into thinking like, is the music that people are listening to when they're, you know, when, when, a, when a child is created, so to speak, or whatever? I mean, do these things like play effects on, on the way that or am I thinking about it too basic? Now, they've done studies on that and found out that it's classical music, which is mathematically correct. Uh, uh, this note plus this note equals double the next note. Then that child will love classical music. Um, usually be a little smarter yeah smarter so uh be more creative but you get a heavy metal music and it's chaos for, for me it's chaos but other people love it i can't listen to it because the musical notes aren't mathematically correct it's yeah you don't strike you don't strike me as like a slayer fan or anything but <laughs> what were you gonna say matt no, it's interesting. It's interesting you say that, Sherry, because I, I was doing a uh, a podcast on on kind of the history uh, of music, and and one of the things, the questions that I brought up was, what is it that attracts people to certain music? And that's always been something that's fascinated me, you know, since I was young, is trying to understand why this person likes this music and this person likes that music, and they may not have, they may be best friends but cannot stand each other's musical taste. It's math. Your yeah. DNA is set to math. Color is math. Aroma is math. Emotions are math. And math as medicine is just one of the things that we're exploring. But can you explain why you like blue? That's a good point. That's fascinating too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what makes, yeah. what makes people like colors then? Is it the same deal? Just math, simply math. I think so. Um, I would think there's some orange or orange blue in your your energy because that's what you're giving off to me from your voice. You're giving me you've got some liver issues and that's orange. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Well, liver I probably my- do. I, I drink uh, alcohol. So, yeah, that could definitely be be uh, be very true. It's affecting your digestion. But the balancer of that orange is blue. Oh, wow. Okay. So so that helps you. Oh, okay. Wow. So you're you're attracted to food by its frequency, to drink by its frequency. Um people usually is it beer, Ryan? Because that's usually a wheat or some kind of uh bile salts that people need. Well, so usually I'll drink like my my alcohol of choice is vodka. Like I'll I like my juice and vodka mixed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I like white claws, you know, I'm, I'm a basic, basic type person, you know, um, but that's fascinating. Cause I actually, I've been really interested in going and doing colonics lately. I've done a few, 
because I was recommended doing so by someone that was really into, uh, you know, alternative health. And the lady was saying the same thing it was like, yeah, you need to be be con- conscious of what you eat. Um, you know, you're, you're making your liver work a little harder than it needs to and so on. But uh, that's fascinating that you're able to kind of pick that up um, just off your of voice, just off my voice. Am I plugged into something right now? Am I am I hooked up to your to your uh, technology here? No, I'm just listening to your voice. Wow. Do you pick up anything off Matt? I'm interested here. Is he shady? He has some issues with the note of B and a love of humanity, but not necessarily one person at a time. So that's a sort of a controversy in his personality. And the other thing is there's some nerve fraying in his vocal print. Interesting. So what does that mean? Which part of it? What does it mean? The last, the very last thing that you said, the nerve fraying. That if he's going to have an issue, it's probably going to be with nerves, a raw nerve, um, some kind of issue with getting the energy to a muscle, uh, getting his body to respond correctly. Matt, how 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 on is she? Oh, you, you're you're spot on, Sherry. I, I have uh, I have autoimmune issues. Which is, you know, arthritis, which is one of the things we look at arthritis is the body is too acid. Have you tried apple cider vinegar? uh, Yes, I have. That's one of the things I'm I'm actually in a in a good, good spot, Sherry, with it. I'm I'm kind of what I would consider remission um, where I have it kind of in a in a a pretty good state. But, yeah, that's one of the things um, that was key to it was apple cider vinegar. Well, one of the things I just decoded this weekend was all of the telomeres and the telomerase that deals with arthritis. So I'd be interested in looking at your voice and see if it fits into that. Oh, that'd be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible that you were able to do that without even any technology hooked up. You know what I mean? With with me, too. And, and with Matt here. That's oh, incredible. Spot on. Spot on, Sherry. Well, then I'll tell you what's really going on. I have hearing that is non-human. I hear things that humans don't because I have an apparatus that's been activated called a sacculus. And it's like a dolphin, uh, how they tell which way is up when they're underwater. And because I hear differently, my voice is different and I can produce pure tones, which humans can't. So that is our ace in the hole, our secret to what's going on. If we get really stumped with somebody, I will just listen to their voice. And I'll, I'll give you an example of something that happened. There was an older lady that they said fell into a coma and they didn't know what was wrong with her. And I said, send me a picture. And I did her sound and it was a spine The my voice created the picture of a spine. And there was a dark thread through her spine. And I said, check and see if she has a spine a spine bleed and sure enough she did wow wow just from a picture sherry yes oh my gosh that's amazing yeah this is is freaking me out i feel like you know like it's just like you can predict all these kinds of things so so have you ever gotten around anyone in particular that you just are completely like afraid to be around because of what you're picking up off like their aura 
yeah, but don't tell anybody I can do that other stuff. <laughs> oh, well, you're, I mean, you're going out to thousands of people here. So, I, you know. Um, people that I can't be around. I really have trouble listening to Schumer and Schiff and Pelosi. And the other day when Biden was giving a speech about how great he was and everything he'd done, I just, I had to walk out of the room. I could not stand the lies and what was going on in his voice. Wow. Now, when did you notice that, that it, uh, it was activated in you, Sherry? Um, I don't know which story to tell. I had a near-death experience drowning, and so I think maybe that's part of it. But I really had a UFO experience where it started. Oh, oh wow. Do you think Whoa. the two are, two are correlated? I think so, because somebody has validated it for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, let's not gloss over that UFO experience. <laughs> what What was that about? Well, I was six years old, and my cousin and I were walking in the woods. And I was in the woods a lot. I love the woods. I live on a big farm. And we were up on this hill, and in the distance, we could see this round silver thing. It was long and round, and it had a picture on the uh, side of it that was like it was dancing. I recognize it now as a hologram. So I'm wanting to go to this, and she doesn't. I grab her hand and start toward it. We get within about 10 feet or so, and the next thing I know, we're walking home down over this hill, and every step we take, we bling up over the trees. And I never understood that either until I saw people trying to walk on the moon. But my logical mind said, what if this quits while we're up here? We're going to fall a long way. At that point, I began hearing the sounds from animals, from carrots, from my family. And this went on and I was scaring people with it um, because I'm from Appalachian. We didn't have neighbors or radio or TV or uh, magazines or anything and it was scaring my family because um I, the family would talk and somebody ask a question and I would answer it and say well Aunt Georgie said blah 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 and she said I didn't say anything I just thought it you little witch so I kept it to myself because it scared people it scared me people were afraid of me And like I said, when I cheated, I would just talk to somebody and the answer would be there because their energy would be thinking it. And so from that point on, I could sort of um, understand where people were coming from and what they were thinking. I can't do it on cue. Tell me the number I'm thinking. I can't do that. It just, I have to be relaxed about it. But it got very odd because some days my eyes are blue and some days they're green. Some days I wear a size five shoe and sometimes seven. And so Ruth Montgomery, Ruth Montgomery wrote uh, books about strangers among us and walk-ins. So I wrote to her publisher and this was 10, 20 years ago. I wrote to her publisher before internet. And I just asked the question, is it possible that when a walk-in situation takes place, the other guy didn't vacate? Um, Matt, are you old enough to be familiar with Ruth Montgomery's work? 
I'm vaguely familiar. Uh, I, I'm in my early 40s. She was in the um, Eisenhower administration, so probably before before time. my time. Yeah, yeah. Well, she just was a reporter, and she decided to debunk mediumship, and she ended up writing uh, through her typewriter through a guy named Fletcher. And so, when I wrote her this to her publisher, but I didn't think she'd get back to me, you know, weeks or months. It was. In a very short time, she wrote me a postcard and she said, the psychologist, Sherry Edwards, when she was six years old, now I was only five, when she and her friend found the cigar-shaped cylinder in the woods, she agreed to share her, her body here on earth with another dimension. Now, how could she possibly know that? And to this day, when I want to know something, I think about it. I take a shower and write it all over the shower with colored soap. If I need a formula, the stuff is just there for me. And it's much more than I ever learned in any of my college classes. It's I have some kind of innate connection to a different dimension of learning. And I don't say that lately. And I rarely talk about it. I rarely talk about it on shows, but I'm talking about it now because I think our world's in chaos and I have been given information recently that what's happening with COVID is it's going in and inflaming our cells. And I've been given the answer to that. And that's what I've been working on all day. And we will release that soon. What to do about having cellular inflammation. And I think people are so torn apart. They need a way to come back together. And we are going to give this away to people who want to set up community centers for bioacoustics, because I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of sickness. That's terrifying. So I'm, I'm willing to say this is where I'm coming from. And yes, it's a little weird, but if it works, do it. And that's the thing, Sherry, that, you know, I've learned along this journey, especially in the last five years, is that if it it may not work for someone else, it may work for you. Every one of us is different and we have to be willing to try different things, especially things outside the box, because we've been taught in and indoctrinated into this medical, you know, the, the Rockefeller medical system where it's all oil-based pharmaceuticals. It's not natural-based. It's not, they've, they've done away with naturopathy, um, you know, in, in, the, in the mainstream at least. Um, and, and it's almost as if everything's been inverted and we've gone to everything that used to be healthy. It has now been put and deemed, you know, misinformation or, you know, it's, it's an illegal treatment or whatever it may be. And yet the things that they push forward just seem to be making humanity sicker and sicker. Yes. With 5G, for instance, we've written an article about that. It's messing up people's iron. And so is COVID messing up people's iron. It's causing uh, filaments in the blood, causing blood clots. We can see it all in the math of what is going on. And we think we can help because we've helped so many people so far that couldn't breathe. We had a song written about it, and we're giving it away. MIT picked it up, 
and I think Carnegie Mellon was the other one that picked it up and copied what we're doing. But we've already proven ourselves. If you look at what we said in the beginning and the papers we wrote in the beginning, we've already proven what they've come out now as the truth. And it's all math. Well, and that's what's interesting, you know, and, and uh, you know, Sherry, right, again, right now, you just, you know, right away, I was going to ask you about 5G. And then you just get in there and you and you mention it. I, I Is it just the iron? Is that the, the, the main issue with 5G? Because, I mean, you see, you know, you mentioned this idea of having these walk-in clinics with sound frequency, um, you know, bioacoustic healing. But we're seeing that actually be done in the opposite direction where like there's there's like free spots for Wi-Fi. You know, homeless people have access to Wi-Fi in big cities, but they don't have access to this stuff. Um, Is 5G like partially helping perpetuate the whole, you know, technology behind this quote unquote vaccine or it's messing up the iron too. think about the world. And in the core, in the center, the core of the earth, it must stay stable or we're going to rock off our axis here. And iron is the major thing that's happening. The same thing is happening in our cell. The iron must stay stable or our mitochondrial DNA is going to get very unbalanced. And we have a template. We have over 300 templates that people can use. And one of them is called gravity. And that tests the iron in your mitochondrial DNA. Very interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, because that that was one of the things that a lot of people were very confused with uh, when this whole thing came about, this whole COVID thing. Was that, uh, you know, the, the technology behind the, you know, man-made weapon that, that, that's known as COVID-19. There's no cell wall behind this thing. So it's very difficult to actually detect. Um, so I don't know, you know, the things that you're saying here are extremely interesting. Um, Matt, I don't know if you had any other questions before we get into some of these politicians, because I'm fascinated with, with, uh, the voice readings from these different people. I want to say just... something to Matt that. Go ahead, Cherry. The ancients knew this. We're just now remembering. Uh, that's it's amazing. You just said that because that's what I'm. I, I, my whole journey right now is going back into the olden times and and, and uncovering what has been covered up in the last two hundred fifty years or so. And uh, so, for you to say that, Sherry, that that means I'm on to something on the right direction. I appreciate that. I just wrote a chapter for a magazine called What We Forgot to Remember, and it talks about all these ancient pieces, which we've just sort of skimmed the surface of, and what we have to remember if we'll really go inside and listen. Yeah, because one of the things that I'm fascinated by, Sherry, is the old architecture, and, and specifically the cathedrals. And and some of the healing properties that those buildings themselves had, you know, between the organs inside the um, cymatic windows that they had on the perimeter um, and, and the general architecture of the buildings themselves. And, and there's there's some belief that those buildings had healing properties in themselves. Um, and, and so that's something that I'm fascinated by. I don't know if you know anything of that or have heard of that. I will take you back a bit. And if you've ever looked at our logo, it's three pyramids dancing. 
it is the logo that was on side of that cigar shaped cylinder. And the pyramids are a 52 degree angle, which creates five positive every four negative ions. And that's a perfect um, environment for humans. And we have messed it up so bad. Mm. Hmm. Well, that goes based off of the frequencies too, right? I mean, like even the main, the, the Rockefeller Foundation, they changed the standard tuning in, I think, what was it, 39, 1939? Um, so everything is completely messed up. Music was supposed to be something that could heal you. And now it's gotten us very, very far away from our creator, whether that's the universe that you believe, whether it's God, whether it's whatever. Um, you know, it, it has some sort of effect on our DNA, it seems. And so this is really just kind of hijacking our DNA and taking us farther and farther away from the the route that we're supposed to be going down as a human race. Everybody has their own scale. And that is what has saved us from things like the brown sound, that they can't give you one sound and make you make everybody ill, although they're trying it. They're yeah. punching they're punching people full of garbage to the point where it's affecting the God gene. One of the spike proteins has the same frequency as the God gene. And the God gene is Dean Hammer's idea. And it's actually the VMAT2 gene that controls our dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, all of our bonding and caring about each other. And that makes us, that's the God gene because, like, that's the one of the very few things that we don't share with other animals, correct? Um, I don't think we do. It's the bond. Well, we have to because it's a bonding chemical. Okay. Yeah, because there are animals have compassion, Ryan. I mean, yes, and they have love for their offsprings more than just an instinct to keep them safe. Yeah, well, maybe I misunderstood what what that was. I, from what I understood, that's like you know how we share like ninety nine or whatever percent uh, DNA with monkeys or, or and all these other different mammals. From what I understood, that was what separated us. But I, I could be completely wrong about that. Honestly, I probably am. But you know, it's just it's a weird. It's it's very interesting that we have because, uh, I mean, uh, honestly, we react very differently to music than animals do, right? I, I would say, or maybe I'm off with that, but frequencies have more of an effect on people than animals or no? I wish I knew the answer to that. I would say it's the other way around, Ryan. I think, I think animals are more impacted by frequency. Um, At least, at least my, in my dealings with dogs. Sure. um, That's a fair, they are very much more susceptible to different frequencies. And you know, that's the, the, extent of my knowledge you know but i i can tell it with my dog and i actually did it an experiment with her playing with different frequencies to see her reaction and if she would react and there were some that just you know i didn't hear she didn't hear but then when you get to the higher pitch they pick it up a lot faster than we do they do the little head cock where they're like yeah well, right well you know there's a whole freaking political uh you know dog whistle so to speak known as the dog whistle you know what i mean like so yeah that that has to play off something but it's just fascinating, man. This whole frequency thing to me is is very, very interesting. And I've been listening to 528. And, and, you know, Sherry, I'd be interested to know if maybe I need to be listening to something else that would actually help me sleep better or get more like regener- regenerative rest other than 528. Um, you, can, you can go to our site, Sound Health Portal, 
and do a nano voice and see what frequencies that you really need. Like A sharp is the frequency that makes most people sleep because that's melatonin. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so then my, my next question would be, if I'm listening to those frequencies, is listening to it on my phone beneficial? Because, you know, I, I the way that I see it, like the phone is just not like the speakers, the way that they're calibrated. Is not All right. Well, there's about an hour of conversation with Sherry Edwards and Matt from the Great Deception Podcast. Man, is this crazy information. In the Patreon here, we talked about Tulsi Gabbard a little bit, the presidential candidates of the 2016 election and the 2020 election as well. And this is where Sherry calls me out a little bit. She thinks that I don't love her obsessively. I don't know you that well, Sherry. It is. It remains to be seen. Okay, we'll see what's up. I hope that we can talk again, though, because this is fascinating information. Guys, head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast for the whole episode. Thank you.